a crisis emerges on our border as 15, 16, 20,000 people are now pouring into the United States. They have crossed illegally. They're residing in Del Rio under a bridge in very inhumane conditions. We have the FDA rejecting the Biden administration's plan for COVID booster shots. We have the Biden administration trying to oppose absurd vaccine mandates. This is Sorry Not Sorry. I'm your host today, Christopher Shasser. So, as I just alluded to, right now, I think it's up to 16,000 people have crossed in the United States illegally in the last 72 hours. It is Sunday, September 19th, and it started, I think, on Thursday, the 16th. Uh, and these people, in this very short period of time, have crossed into America illegally and are residing under a bridge. This comes as the Biden administration has halted or dramatically slowed deportations to Haiti, and now we have a humanitarian crisis. Because many of these people under this bridge are without food, without water, without proper hygiene, medicine, toiletry, etc. Of course, you know, this all could have been avoided if we had a border that we actually enforced, if we actually supported Immigration and Customs Enforcement and their mission to keep us safe and their mission to enforce the law that is on the books. But instead, we have basically told anyone and everyone, if you want to come to America illegally through whatever means you can, you can. We're not going to deport you. We're not going to enforce our laws. You'll give, be given a slip for a court date probably, and we're not going to really enforce that court date. You can just not show up and just stay here. Like, understand this. Many of these illegals that are coming, with they're coming with legitimate intentions. Many of these people have actual legit asylum claims. But some of them are coming to do harm, and we have a duty as a nation to weed out the people who want to do harm to our people. These people are not American citizens. We do not have a duty to them as of now. We do have a duty, a basic human moral duty, to the people who have legitimate asylum and refugee claims. That is called being a human being and being compassionate, but we also have a duty to screen that crowd for anybody who wants to do harm to us. And we have a duty to, de to deport anybody who does not have legitimate paperwork, legitimate identification, legitimate means of identifying them and identifying they are who they say they are without, uh, and if they don't have that, we deport them. That's basically how this should work. Like, think about it. Many of these people, I, I've been reading the reports from the border, from the Associated Press, from Fox News. Many of these people have no paperwork and others have forged or doctored their paperwork and identification. This means that for many of these people on the border, as we process them, because they're processing them, not deporting them, which they should be deported, we won't be able to verify their identification. We won't know if they are who they say they are, because they don't have ID. If people and children they claim to be related to are actually their relatives or victims of human trafficking. In other words, if a coyote is crossing into the border, into America illegally right now, if they are in this encampment and they're saying, no, I'm seeking refuge, this is my child. We have no way to verify if they, that is actually their child because they do not have identification. Like they could be a victim of sex or human trafficking or child trafficking or all of the above. They could be a victim of any number of crimes. And that coyote could be a gang member, a terrorist, or whoever. We have no way of verifying how many of these people are gang members. How many of them have prior criminal records in their previous nations? Because they don't have identification or paperwork. So it is very important that anybody who does not have identification and verification of their asylum claim gets turned away and deported immediately. This is a national security crisis. What should happen is the border should get shut down. Screen the crowd for legitimate identification and asylum claims, like I just said. And the rest should get sent packing. That's what should happen. These people should not get blanket amnesty. It shouldn't happen. The security risk is far too high here. 
We need to have borders. We need to be a nation. A nation without borders isn't a nation. It's a strip of land with people of various different backgrounds on it. If you don't have a border, you don't have a, like an I, you don't have like an ID as a nation. Like you don't have any tangible thing to point to to say we're a nation. We're a country. A nation without borders isn't a nation. Of course, this crisis would have never happened if the Biden administration, you know, didn't reverse all the Trump administration policy of the border. If they didn't cut the staff and funding of ICE and handicap them with new regulations. If they didn't entirely assault the law enforcement on the border with regulations, rules, cutting to funding. This, none of this would have happened. And by the way, the biggest part of this story isn't the fact that these people crossed illegally. That's not the biggest part. The biggest part is that Customs and Border Patrol told Fox News last night that they have 225 miles of the border of the Rio Grande that are unpatrolled. And that's probably gone up as they've had to devote more resources. Understand, that's the reason this is such a big deal. is because we have to devote agents, money, law enforcement, and resources to these illegals that cross illegally into this large encampment under this bridge. What that means is that these hundreds of miles of border that are unprotected, anybody can cross into the America illegally through that unpatrolled area. Whether they're refugees, terrorists, gang members, etc. They can walk in freely and unchecked with whatever they want to have on them on them. You don't think that the Taliban or other terrorist groups know about this threat? You don't think they know about this weakness? You don't think they're going to exploit this for their own gain? You don't think they aren't foaming at the mouth and drooling at the thought of being, a, to, being able to effectively invade America slowly and undetected through this means? This is why it's such a big deal. Anybody's going to be able to cross into, the, into America. They're going to be able to traffic drugs, bomb, whatever they want. People through that unpatrolled area illegally now because we have to devote a lot of agents to the encampment. Like I just said, 225 miles of the Rio Grande are unpatrolled. And God knows how, how much other region of the border is unpatrolled right now. Nine months. Nine months is all it took for America first to go to America last in the laughing stock of the world. Nine months, folks. Nine months. I thought we were in the midst of a pandemic. Biden, I thought that this was serious. If this was serious, if we were in the midst of a pandemic, you would not allow these large crowds of people to come into America illegally. You don't think that 16, 20, however many th dozens of thousands this number grows to on the border, you don't think that large of a crowd is at a risk of being a COVID super spreader? No, they're not wearing masks. We have no way of verifying how many of them are vaccinated. So, maybe just let us live our fucking lives. If you're going to have this double standard that illegal immigrants in this large-ass crowd can't spread the virus somehow, but a vaccinated American uh, can, then I don't know how stupid you are, but you obviously shouldn't be trusted. And while we're on the topic of COVID, two topics. One, the COVID booster shots got resoundingly rejected by the FDA. Two, Biden wants vaccine mandates. It's becoming pretty clear right now. Um, first, the FDA rejected a plan by the Biden administration for COVID booster shots. Many doctors suggested that there's just no evidence that a booster shot does anything at the moment. It hasn't been tested enough. We haven't really seen any evidence yet. And as it turns out, the vaccines are pretty effective at what they do, despite what the media says. The FDA says that an old American who's severely at risk of a severe case of COVID might want to consider getting a booster shot. But everybody else is fine. They say that the spread of COVID is happening almost entirely under the unvaccinated. 
understand this when I'm talking about COVID, I'm not really, a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not really, a, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. So you should take everything I say with a grain of salt. It's all my opinion. But that being said, I've been reading on this. And as it turns out, the panic around needing a booster shot is pretty much artificially created by the Biden administration. It's artificially created and manufactured to distract you from the literal collapse that is happening in Afghanistan right now, the literal collapse that's happening on the border, all these humanitarian crises, the crisis that is happening at home is all a distraction. Let's go through this. Why does the Biden administration claim booster shots are necessary? Well, they claim that over a period of time, a vaccinated American sees a decrease in the number of antibodies that they have to COVID. However, what they don't tell you is that antibodies are not relevant to how effective a vaccine is. What matters for a vaccinated American is if you have created antibodies at all to fight COVID. Secondly, what also matters then is your T count or your, your T cell count or your memory cell count. Essentially, as long as your memory cells remember how to identify COVID and produce antibodies to fight it, that's all you need. The only time you'd be concerned with a low antibody count is if someone is presently affected, infected with COVID and they still have a low antibody count and they're vaccinated. That's the only time you would say, oh, this vaccine might not be that effective. But as it turns out, if you're vaccinated, you do not really get a severe case of COVID ever. Because if you are vaccinated against COVID-19, even if you have a low antibody count over a certain period of time, once you get COVID, your body remembers how to produce those antibodies to fight it. And it ups your antibody count. Because your memory cells remember how to fight COVID. Also, what they don't tell you is that antibody count with any vaccine wanes over time. For instance, the vaccine you got as a child. You have a significantly lower antibody count now than you did back then to those diseases that you got vaccinated against. But no one is calling those vaccines ineffective. Because they did their job. Your body knows how to produce antibodies to fight those diseases. Yes, there are certain vaccines throughout your life that you get booster shots for. That is not uncommon. But those booster shots are recommended and based off of sound science. They're not just based off of someone's antibody count being low. So basically what the FDA said is there is no sound science on these booster shots yet. There's no evidence that people's T-cell or memory count is waning. There's no evidence that a vaccinated American is catching severe cases of COVID and dying from it at a high rate. There's no evidence that the vaccines need to be supplemented with a booster shot at this time. We will see what happens as studies get done over time, but right now we do not need booster shots. And so the Biden administration got dealt a blow because they wanted an excuse to keep this pandemic going. They wanted an excuse to say, hey, we're still at a crisis. Hey, uh, the vaccine might not be as effective as you think it is. So you need to get your second, third, fourth, fifth, 30th booster shot. Nope. The FDA says, nope, that, that's just false. Now. On to the topic of vaccine mandates, because I think this is a nice segue into it. Biden says, uh, he says, I've been patient with the unvaccinated, but my patience is wearing thin. Basically alluding to the fact that when his patience runs up, he's going to mandate vaccines. And he mandated that employers over, I think, 100 employees need to have vaccine mandates in their, uh, for their employees. Understand this. I'm fully vaccinated against COVID-19. But... I am entirely against vaccine mandates. I will fight for the freedom of anyone to choose if they get vaccinated. I will fight against vaccine mandates. This notion that suddenly the government can have full say over what happens to your body and can mandate medical procedures on you in the name of shaky and very short tenured science that we have on COVID 
is extremely inconsistent with my body, my choice, and the autonomy of body that the left espouses. It is also inconsistent with the idea of having liberty and being an American. What this vaccine mandate ideology is consistent with is the shrinking of liberties that we have seen under the Biden administration, the path to tyranny that we've seen in the past little while. Think about it. Think about everything that has happened during this pandemic and all the government has assumed power over. Think about it. And this is just during COVID, by the way. This doesn't even count everything they did before COVID. I made a list. So they assumed power over whether you could go to work, power over whether you could go to school, whether you could leave your house, who you could socialize with in person, if you could socialize in person, what businesses could be open and which ones couldn't, which ones were essential, what you could wear because you had to wear masks or what the government said you needed to wear to adequately protect yourself against COVID. In Michigan, Governor Wichmer, just, uh, she um, uh, assumed power over what businesses could sell. Sorry, I made a list of this, so I'm reading off of it, so forgive me. So basically, in Michigan, Governor Whitmer said, these items are not essential, so businesses can't sell them during the height of the pandemic. Um, and I think that got struck down in court, actually, because even Michigan State Supreme Court was like, holy shit, you're, you're, you're a dictator. You can't do that. They assumed power, though, over what information is correct and what would be labeled as misinformation. Who you can trust and who you can't. You can only trust these doctors and not these ones. You can only trust this political party and not this one. This government official and not this one. You can only trust this document and not this one. They assume power over your whole body now, apparently. Your whole body's under government jurisdiction. Whatever medical procedure the government says you need to protect yourself against whatever you need to protect yourself against is the government's business, not yours. And as I mentioned, Biden said... He has been patient with us, but his patience is wearing thin with the unvaccinated. Well, that sounds like a king to me. I've been patient with you, but my patience is wearing thin. So you combine all of this with the censorship in the media campaigns we have seen against any opposing voice to the left. And you have a road that will lead you to tyranny pretty soon. If they could justify violating your liberties for any reason that they deem necessary, well then, you don't really have liberties. You have conditional privileges that only come by following your government's directives. That's not freedom. If you choose not to get the vaccine, that's your choice. You know the risks and you know the consequences. You're an adult. And the thing is, the notion that we need to mask to protect the unvaccinated, that is absurd. That is absurd. First, the unvaccinated have had ample opportunity to get the vaccine. And if they don't, that's their choice. Second, there is no evidence that anything less than an N95 mask works effectively. There is no evidence that your little cloth mask does anything. There is no evidence of that. The science is inconclusive at best. Third, people who cannot get vaccinated, if you can physically not get vaccinated, they shouldn't go out in public. And if you do, they should wear an N95 mask, but we shouldn't have to. Lastly, Unvaccinated people aren't demanding that we wear masks to protect them. They want us to live our lives. They're like, we know the risks. We know we will probably get COVID. And we know that we will likely have to fight the virus. So, we're not demanding you wear a mask or violate your liberties to protect us. We know the risk. We understand the risk. We took the risk. We're adults. We can make our own decisions with reasoning and knowledge. Everybody is different. Everybody's going to come, could come to different conclusions. Especially when you have a Department of Health and Human Services and a Biden administration that is so incompetent and mixed messaging with their COVID messaging. 
And if the notion is that we need to wear masks to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated, well, what is the freaking point of the vaccine then? The whole point of a vaccine is to protect you from the unvaccinated who may carry the virus. This is why CNN says that the Biden administration has botched their messaging on COVID. Even CNN, they said that the Biden administration has botched their messaging on COVID and the vaccine. And CNN says this is why so many people are confused as to what is actually true surrounding COVID. Because one week they'll say, this is true. And the next week they'll say, this is true. They say whatever is true to fit the narrative that we're still in a pandemic when we're not really. And we still need to restrict your liberties and violate your liberties. And we still need to have all this panic surrounding COVID so we can do whatever we want to violate your liberties in the background. We can do whatever we want to pass massive infrastructure and spending bills in the background without you noticing. Whatever we want to pull out of Afghanistan and have terrorism rise. Whatever we want to have dozens of thousands of illegal immigrants pour into the country illegally. We need whatever distraction we can to do whatever we want in the background. That's what this is about. All of this that we've talked about surrounding COVID, all of the mixed messages, they only serve to suppress people from getting the vaccine. And that is a failure by the Biden administration. You combine these failures at home and the other failures at home that we've seen during the Biden administration with the failure in Afghanistan, the rise of terror, the rise of Al-Qaeda, ISIS-K, the Taliban again, the emboldened China, the emboldened Russia, and the fact that North Korea is testing the ICBMs again and increasing uranium enrichment. And you now have a recipe for disaster and a recipe that can only lead you to a bad place. This is why there's so many people passionately speaking out against the current administration. Yes, they might go over the line sometimes when they talk in their language. They might say things that are a little too extreme sometimes. I do that all the time. That's the language of someone who is passionate. That's the language of a patriot who loves their country. Understand, I'm talking about words, not actions. That's very important. The people who did the January 6th shit are stupid. And they should go to prison forever. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about anything election-related, actually. I think the election was legitimate. I'm talking about the people who voice their frustrations with the Biden administration. They are patriots. They love their country. And they know that four years' worth of progress has been undone and worse in the last nine months. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, this came out just recently. I am reading the article right now on it, so forgive me. But the airstrike that the Biden administration did on the ISIS-K target, right? Because the ISIS-K killed all those U.S. servicemen in Afghanistan that should have never died because of Biden's blunder. <laughs> but that drone strike that we did in, quote, retaliation that Biden claimed hit its target. Well, basically, they were forced to come out and admit that it did not hit its target. Zero ISIS-K members died and 10 innocent civilians and several children died. Yeah. Donald Trump killed Qasim Soleimani with a missile. Joe Biden killed 10 innocent civilians with a missile and quickly told us it was a high-value ISIS target. See the difference in the messaging? See the difference in the administrations and their execution of foreign policy and their smoothness and their competence. You see the difference. Basically, this is the section of the podcast where we jump around from story to story to story here and we kind of rapid-fire stories and... I go through Twitter feed, I go through various articles and see if there's any new trending stories and I give them to you. It's kind of like a rapid fire section, but we can get a little bit extended sometime. I'm reading here, a Fox News poll, voters think that the country is less united under Biden. By a 54 to 37% margin, they think the country is less united under Biden with a 3% margin of error. 
this is amongst all registered voters that so it's not like they're pulling only republicans here and for an administration i'm just thinking that their whole message and mantra when they came to office was unity the fact that the country thinks that we are less united now than under trump is actually super funny and super sad actually because as it turns out unity under the biden administration means Either you're with us or you're against us. It doesn't mean, hey, we're going to reach across party lines and pass stuff bipartisanly and slow things down. It means we're going to cram our agenda through. If you're not with us, you're the ones dividing us. And you are the problem, not us. There ain't no doubt I love this land.